No thank you. We have arrived at another favorite among favorites, the sublime no thank you speech. It is Cyrano's defiant answer to Lebray's plea that he compromise, and it is a bold, lyrical, reverential tribute to the spirit of independence. I could spend all day poring over each line, but instead I thought I'd offer an explanation of those that might not be immediately obvious. Cyrano asks Lebray what he would have him do, and proceeds to illustrate the vice of compromise for favor in all its forms. Should he, he asks, eat a toad for breakfast every morning? Apparently, quack doctors in the seventeenth century would sometimes stage cures that involved making their assistants eat, or at least pretend to eat, a toad. Since the toad was believed to be poisonous, a toad-eater came to mean any servile assistant, or, more metaphorically, sycophantic flatterer. Cyrano's soul rebels against such servility. Or, he says, tickle the horns of mammon with my left hand, while my right, too proud to know his partner's business, takes in the fee. For the medievals and Milton, mammon was the name given to the devil of covetousness, for wealth as an object of false worship. So here, Cyrano describes selling out for monetary reward, and worse, lying to himself about doing it. Ought he to use the fire God gave him to burn incense all day long under the nose of wood and stone? Perhaps this one is too straightforward to mention, but since I passed it over on many readings, I'll mention it. It's an image of trying to tease out a smile on a statue, or, in other words, to compromise your dignity by striving for appreciation from someone incapable of it. Should he be the patron saint of a small group of literary souls who dine together every Tuesday? When I read this one, I laughed, imagining Cyrano setting his sights on a feature in Oprah's book club. Not to be confused, of course, with our book club. I like to think Cyrano would be proud to be our patron saint. Shall he find true genius only among geniuses? If you listened and didn't read, you wouldn't know that geniuses is capitalized. So I think we can translate this line as, Shall I identify geniuses with the use of my own independent judgment? or mindlessly from among those christened by society and approved by conventional standards as, capitalized, geniuses. Since I just finished The Fountainhead in my eighth grade class, it calls to mind the scene in which Keating lauds Lois Cook, and Dominique, hearing the familiarity in his praising words, says mockingly, Yes, I read that review too. Better still is Cyrano's positive statement of his commitment to independence. I have always especially loved, for its concision, the phrase, a yes, a no, to fight or write. It is a proclamation of faithfulness to your own convictions, in deed and in word. I also love the image of the soul being satisfied with flowers, with fruits, with weeds even, as long as you can claim the pride of having gathered them in the one garden you may call your own. 
Now, whenever confronted with the lure or the demonstration of compromise, you can hold yourself erect and think simply, no thank you.